So here we are, uh, the first time ever having guests. Um, this is Let's Chat F1, and I'm with the Misfit Boys. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're both good, aren't we? Yeah, not too bad, to be fair. It's Feeling refreshed. Yeah, it's our first time doing it, so yeah, it's, uh, let's see how we get on. Um, so the first kind of question I have uh, is regarding your name, Misfits. Huh. Obviously, is it actually Misfits? Because obviously it's got the one in it. Like, I do get a little bit confused. Filtered, is it? It was kind of the same vein, sort of. It said it was un F1 unfiltered or unfiltered, but the F and the one swapped mm -hmm. around. So, um, but then we thought we don't want it to sound like an 18 plus F1 channel or something. So, we, yeah, uh, we toned it down a bit. Yeah, I was scribbling away. No, like, like she was still in Australia when we were just chatting about it. Yeah, and then I just thought Misfits fit. So, yeah. But yeah, I guess it could be a little bit confusing. But yeah, it's just just a bit of a play on word. Yeah, and you can't be copyrighted because of it because it's F1's part of the actual words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is hard nowadays to kind of come up with a name because I feel like it, a lot of them have been taken. I found that especially yeah. hard when I was trying to think of something. And yeah, I there's just all, all the simplest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, only so many F1 puns you can fit into a a podcast name. That I've seen all sorts of good ones. To be fair, yeah, some good ones. Yeah. Some people are so creative, but yeah, I'm just not. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, you guys have obviously been into F1 a hell of a lot longer than I have. Um, by the looks of things, like you've you've grown up watching it. What is like your first memory of F1? Um, I know mine. You can pretty easy. Um, it, this it was before I started watching F1. Uh, my dad's always watched it. My dad's always been um, a Williams and always a Mansell fan. So I used to watch it and used to go to Silverstone when I was a kid growing up. Uh, and I had no interest really. I was just all about football. Um, but I remember one day I went, walked in and he was watching it on the telly. And it was the 2011 Monaco Grand Prix. And it was the where Perez had his massive crash. And he's, they had all like the airlifts out and uh, yeah, ended up missing, I think, a race or two after that. Um, but I remember walking in and seeing all the race stopped and the ambulance there and, and saying to my dad, like, what's happened? What's happened? He went, oh, there's been a crash. I'm like, I didn't know F1 was this exciting. So yeah. that was my first like memory of F1 that I can remember, really, before I even started watching it. Yeah, mine's, uh, mine's just a bit of a blur, to be honest. I remember... I was very young, must have been, I don't know, six or seven. I went shopping with my mum at the local shopping centre. She was looking at clothes. I was outside the changing rooms. And they used to have like a big telly section. I think it was like like a big department store. I just remember seeing a, a blue, blue and yellow and Schumacher's red Ferrari. That's, that's what I basically can remember. And the blue and yellow guy was beating Schumacher. <laughs> Turned out to be Alonso. Um, but I didn't really think too much of it then. It was about like a year or two later I started getting really into it. Um, just by pure chance, I got into it, basically, because my friends were... I was talking to my friend's dad about it, and he said, oh, world champions moved to McLaren. And I knew McLaren, I knew Alonso, mm -hmm. and it just all connected from there, basically. So. It's weird, though, when like when we, we were 
growing up, even if you didn't watch F1, you didn't have the slightest idea about it, everybody knew who Schumacher was, didn't they? Mm. Everybody knew who Michael yeah. Schumacher was. I'd never seen an F1 race in my life, but I knew who Michael Schumacher was. You knew were. who he was. That's yeah, crazy. same with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't watch anything sort of like it growing up. Uh, I, I, like you say, you know who Michael Schumacher really. Yeah. But obviously you guys have only like sort of started, like myself, with podcasts and, and, and content this year. Why didn't you start sooner? To be fair, I don't... since well forever, but then yeah. last uh, last September, Ben moved to Australia, yeah. um, and from there we started texting and chatting when we called each other, talking about F one, and then when I knew we were coming back over, we just kind of said, "Shall we just make it more official? Do a bit of make it to a bit of a podcast?" Yeah, I think we've always been them type of people, aren't we? We've had very quite reserved, aren't we? Really, mm-hmm. so we kind of. We've always been the type of people to keep his views to herself and enjoy mm-hmm. his own little worlds and stuff. But for do you know what we're seeing a lot of people expressing their views and it's kinda of made us wanna express ours. We we used to have a Twitter account, like with twenty I don't know, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Yeah. Um where we used to rate the drivers you know, like the ratings every yeah. race. Like yeah. a power chart, weren't it? And and we're slightly biased to be fair, but whenever we put anything, we just used to get just like loads of stick, didn't we? Yeah. Just used to get loads of hate for absolute from out of nowhere. So yeah. we thought I can't, I can't be bothered doing this. So yeah. we just stopped doing it. Um, so who out of both of you, so who's your favourite driver each? My favourite's Alonso. Alonso. Yeah, and my favourite's Perez. Uh Perez. It's weird though, because obviously being English, um, whenever people ask me who's your favourite driver, they expect a, a Hamilton mm. um, or Alonso or a Norris. Um, but when I say Perez, they're always like Perez. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's a bit strange. Um, but I've told it on our podcast before the story of how I got supporting Perez. It was basically Elliot came into school um, and we sat next to each other in I think it was like science class. I think. And he said, oh, Spen, you need to start watching F1. And I'm like, oh, not really. I can't be bothered. Not really interested. He said, pick a favorite driver and you'll start to be interested. You'll love it. So I said, okay, who's your favorite driver? And he said, my favorite is Fernando Alonso. He's just won the last race, which was 2012 Malaysia. So he said, my favorite is Alonso. He's just won the last race. So me being petty, I just said, well, who came second then? And it was the weekend Perez came second, like a proper one-off podium. This is all it was this young lad called Perez. So I said, all right, then I'm a Perez fan. (laughs) And that's. And it's worked out in the end, really. Yeah. Yeah, um, Me with Alonso, I've had some some strange looks before when I've told people I'm an Alonso fan because obviously it's even worse for me because a lot of people actively dislike him because Hamilton fans back in the day really used to hate him. So growing up, yeah, uh, I've had a a few disagreements. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I went um, when I went to Spa. So I was wearing, I bought myself an Alfa Romeo hat, and the person I was with was wearing a Mercedes hat. And uh, just because I had a spare one, so he was just like wearing it. And um, we were we went to go sit in one of the grandstands, and the person behind us was like, "Oh, Alfa Romeo, Mercedes." That must cause some arguments, and we we're just like, mm, yeah. "No, like we just like we just <laughs> like it, like." it's 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 hard because i think there's definitely like the diehard fans that um yeah have yeah like you say a lot of opinions and stuff and i mean i i don't really have one particular favorite team it is like i like everyone i uh, i mean i have my sort of top three drivers but not 
anything to sort of I'm not like I'm only gonna support them, that's it, sort of thing. Um I'm happy yeah. with everyone really. Maybe well, apart from like Max Verstappen. I mean I like him, but it's it's just getting a bit annoying now that he's winning quite <laughs> yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a way to do it, to be fair, really. I mean, I do obviously look like sporting my favourite driver, but it does kind of take away from it sometimes during race weekends when you're watching the timing boards on the left-hand side of the screen and the only person I'm looking at is Perez. Um, <laughs> so I get blindsided by quite a lot of it, but I still love the sport. When we do our mm. podcast, it's difficult to do a race review because... He watches it purely from Fez's perspective, and I can't help but looking at it from Alonso's perspective. You know, like interval timings on left hand side. You're constantly looking at where Alonso is behind someone, or if someone's catching him up. So you don't really get a full race review sometimes. Mm. Whereas you, you're probably watching it more yeah. from a general perspective. So, to be fair, I had a bit of like a soft spot for Mick Schumacher last year, um, yeah. just because. I mean, I think. I just liked him as a as a person anyway, and so when he was doing bad, I'm like, no, no, like he can't be at yeah. the bottom, like, <laughs> and I'm like getting into it like that. But yeah. um, it's I like, like it, yeah. I get really happy when like Lando Norris is like near the top or whatever, and yeah, it's yeah. But I don't care sort of what order it is, but I do at the same time. It is it's a mixture of emotions. Yeah, who is your top three? My top three, I'd well, I, do, you, do you know? I kind of go on personality wise a lot, um, and so like Bottas is like up there. I I think he's a great, but I also really yeah. like Joe. Um, so I would say obviously Alfa Romeo, probably one of my top teams. But then I also really like Lando Norris, and so mm. it's a, it is quite a mixture. <laughs> the final obviously are good, a good cropper drivers. Everyone seems to be like good people for a change. Usually you get the one that people really dislike, like the scapegoat sort of thing. But this year, I think we've done pretty well. It would be nice to see Mick on the grid. Like I said, mm. I do like Mick. He was he's such a nice guy and he can't really hate Mick. Bless him. Do you he's think cool he yeah. has a chance of taking the Williams seat next year? Mm, I've heard that as well. I said to you, didn't I, um, a few months back, this F1 grid would be perfect if it had Danny Rick back, Mick Schumacher and Seb. Danny's come back, so if Seb and Mick come back, it'd be like a perfect grid. But then, yeah. it's, then it's who do you remove to put them in? But yeah. then I think Logan hasn't been given that. Obviously, it's his first year, and I think he has been good. I think he has been consistent. So I kind of want him to stay still, but I also want Mick back. But I think mm. Mick would also be good in like the Mercedes seat. I think maybe he needs that maybe one more year off to learn a bit more from like um, George and Lewis. And then come back into a Mercedes seat, maybe. As long as he's yeah. going to get it, can't he? Yeah. And it I mean, on popular opinion, I don't fan. think he's going to get it. I don't, think they'll let... I don't know. Sports a funny thing. I just see it. I, don't, I think it's like a bit of fate. Hamilton uh, and Verstappen are going to battle for a championship again someday. Mm. Yeah, surely. You can't see it, I mean, because Red Bull are too good, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sports strange. I, just, I can see another battle between them. I'd like to see, I, I'd like to see him get his eighth, but... Like yeah, said, I, I think I'd like to see him get his eighth. Although I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a Hamilton fan, uh, particularly, but I don't. I would like to see him get his eighth, definitely. Yeah. Just for sport and just for history. Were you watching it in Abu Dhabi, twenty twenty one? No, but I did. Um, so obviously, the whole drama of it on on Drive to Survive knew about it through that, and then I sort of I have rewatched clips of it, but. Yeah. 
I haven't fully watched the race because I kind of don't want to put myself through that. Oh, like, it's no iconic now, happening. isn't it? Like with yeah. Toto smashing his headphones <laughs> yeah. and stuff. It's just, it would just go down in history. If you were like a, someone creating an F1 film and it like, oh, the two title protagonists go down to the last race on equal points, starting first and second, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that would never happen. And it did. <laughs> it's crazy. It'd be quite I'll, interesting to I'll, see I'll... what... Um, Sorry, it'd be quite interesting to see what uh, Brad Pitt's movie is sort of going to be like because I don't, yeah. I did think I heard it's about like he's like been retired but he's come back and then he's got like a young teammate. I think that's what it is, yeah. but maybe it's it's almost like the story of kind of Lewis in a way, not that he's retired but he's mm. going for his next title. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, surely they can't make it bad with Brad Pitt in, surely. Yeah, and Top Gun director as yeah, well. Yeah, Top Gun director Brad Pitt. Of course, Pitt. It was, cool, a, it? It was yeah. quite funny seeing it. Like, um, I mean, obviously, I didn't go to Silverstone, but um, you went to Silverstone, didn't want... I just went on yeah. the Friday, yeah. The Friday. So did you see any of the film in them? Because I thought that they were going to, in the formation lap, I thought Brad Pitt was going to be at the front, but didn't yeah. see him at all so i don't know what happened there but did you see any see of the filming i didn't see it in person no um and I'm, I'm same as you i thought they were going to do that on formation like i think we tweeted it out didn't we mm-hmm. but um yeah i didn't think get to see it, unfortunately yeah i think they tried to so i remember reading about it afterwards i think the director and all the actors said we just wanted to cause as little disruption as possible i think for for the sake of f1 we didn't want to turn f1 into like like almost like a show we wanted to keep it as a sport i mean we didn't want to treat it like a film set so we wanted to keep it as as like less disrupted as we possibly could which is good i suppose yeah do you watch um ted's notebook try to yeah um it's just it gets a bit crazy in the weekends because we're yeah we're trying to do quite a bit, so watch F1. Sometimes when you're watching it, it can be like a big like four, five hours sometimes, can't it? If you're watching all the build-up as well. But yeah. try to, yeah. I watch them mainly when it's testing. Um, it's like Development Corner. That's yeah, that's cool. Um, but we, we try to watch it. Do you? Yeah. It's def- it's one of my, yeah, I really like it. It's one of my favourite parts of see yeah. Can I be in the film and stuff? Yeah, you can't be shy to have Ted's job. No, no. Or like Martin as well. You can't be shy if you want that job. I love Ted and Martin. They get it gets a bit of stick, doesn't he, on Twitter, Ted? These days. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there was that yeah, like Cara Delevingne. Like, what did you think of that? Did you did you see when um she said that she didn't want to talk and everyone's just sort of bashing her and I think the F one fans are very Oh, were it my with Miley Cyrus's bodyguard one time. He tried to talk to like Miley Cyrus and <laughs> like her bodyguard said, No, you can't do that, you can't do that. He went, I can. I can. Well, I saw something that um, when they go onto the grid, they actually, like, with the ticket that they have, or VIP pass, whatever, they've agreed to be interviewed at any time. I don't know how true mm. that is, but surely you kind of, you, you, you're expecting to almost be in, interview, interviewed by someone if you're yeah. going on the grid. Well, you'd yeah. think, you'd think, wouldn't you, that the people on the grid actually have some interest in the spot. <laughs> that would be a good start. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there was a whole kill. Miami thing with all them influencers, and they got—they have no idea what it is. They're just no. happy for a free trip. Like, yeah, for the photos. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, that content. Kill. So, I mean, no, 
do you think f over the years that you guys have been watching it do you think f1 has become more or less inclusive for the fans i didn't really know any even like earlier when you started watching it in 2012 there weren't really any like social media presence were there no there were no highlights so you, yeah. you used to get if you missed the race you just have to wait for them to rebroadcast the highlights like a day after on sky mm. they wouldn't put highlights on youtube they wouldn't put race rundowns yeah ted's note but you have to wait after race you couldn't watch that on internet either well no youtube no uh, one no so it's definitely it's definitely a lot bigger now and a lot mm. more inclusive so do you think a lot more fans in just almost just do it like almost for like a bit of attention really they, like they'll say oh we're inviting mm. whoever's sort of like for like mm. football stars for example they may not have any interest in f1 but they'll get invited and then it's almost i think tactical so that then the football fans will see them and then they'll start watching f1 because their favorite player is invited or whatever do you think celebrities yeah. should be invited be invited like you said obviously there's football players there there's people like Usain Bolt Serena Williams as actors and people that have never watched F1 before are seeing like their favorite actor at F1 they're like what's this all about what's this F1 why is there so many actors there why is there so many celebs and then you never know it might get a few people interested um but I think I think F1 as a whole I think it is still quite well it is definitely money money driven so um it is it's very elite yeah it's not inclusive in that way like in, to get there in person to get sort of anywhere near an f1 car or any sort of good view or ticket or experience you're paying thousands mm. for it so in that regard no you're probably right it's not very inclusive in that regard but with social media and stuff now it's a lot it's a lot better but Still a long way to go, I think. Mm. It's just a very inaccessible sport. Mm. You, you can't go and practice an F1, drive an F1 car. Even go-karting is expensive. Whereas if it's football, you can go and buy a football and kick it about. Golf, you can pay, what, £20, go and have a round. But F1 is just, yeah, it's just not very accessible. Yeah, it? yeah it's like 99% of F1 fans will never, well, only have ever seen it through the telly just because of the way things are priced and, the locations of races, it's yeah. Oh, it's so Did you say you are looking at going to Miami? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely um, a dream of mine. I mean, I know it's not the best race um, on the calendar, but I think it's just such a vibe and um, yeah. a, it being a new track. Obviously, sort of, it's only had two races there. I think it'd be quite interesting to see um, what it's like like the yeah it definitely a great atmosphere yeah definitely i mean it's so expensive i mean i was looking at um <laughs> i was looking at the tickets for uh in one of the f1 experiences and um so you get thursday friday saturday sunday um and you get a uh pit lane walk uh a track tour whatever um and then part of the hospitality and then you get grandstand tickets and you can also include a hotel and which then does um, lifts to and from the track um, each day. And that was like three grand. And I'm like, Jesus. yeah, fuck, that's expensive. But how amazing would it be? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have done more than like 
99% of the F1 fan base by just doing that one event. Exactly. I mean, I I mean, like I was gifted the, um, I had some, someone bought the tickets for me for Spa, but that, I mean, general admission, still 160 quid for two days. A lot of people, they don't have that type of money just to spend on that. And, but I do see now when people say, you see more when you watch it on the TV than when, if you actually go in person. Oh yeah. Because. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm, I managed to see quite a lot because I actively was walking around the track, um, trying to see enough, but yeah, you obviously the cars go past and then you kind of like waiting a bit for the next one to go past. Yeah. And like, you can't, some of the, you can't see the screens a lot, especially with general admission tickets. Um, mm. you kind of got to find it and then almost sit there watching the screen, but then you're not watching the track. And so I do see it like that, but obviously the atmosphere is, it's really cool to be there in person. And yeah. what I really liked is everyone was so nice. Um, like for example, I was watching the, uh, sprint race and I was stood, um, at a fence and I had a father and son behind me and they were watching it on their phone. And God knows how they were streaming it because I had no signal the whole time. <laughs> but suddenly I realized that there was one missing Aston Martin. And I was like, oh, okay, who's this then? And then I realized obviously, it's Fernando Alonso because I was looking at the numbers on the cars. So I turned around to them and I was like, is it Fernando Alonso? He's, has he spun out? And they're like, yeah, 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 it is, look. And like they're showing me in that. And yeah. I, I feel like you don't really get that in a lot of other sports where everyone is kind of so happy to help each other at the track. Um, yeah. And everyone was cheering everyone along. Like even the Max Verstappen fans, they were clapping everyone. Like you could hear it um, mm -hmm. from like, like I was watching the qualifying on one of the corners and there was a Max Verstappen grand, like the stands. And even yeah. when like Perez, for example, would go, top of the top of the times um they'd be like clapping along and like rooting yeah. him on and i thought that's really nice like even though they're yeah. Max Verstappen fans they're still really happy for anyone but they are yeah it's not like i've been going to football matches since i was a little kid and it's, it's not like football is it no you can't you can't just go up to a, a fan on opposite team and start chatting about the game with them and stuff you can but it's 50 50 whether you get a good fan or a bad fan yeah yeah Every game I go to football, there's always always some scrapping. Yeah, Every always some trouble. Yeah. Well, it's like in football, you kind of you, the fans are separated for each team, aren't they? I mean, I've only ever been to one football match in my whole yeah. life, but you, they're all separated. Whereas at Formula One, everyone's together, <laughs> and yeah. so I think it, it's it's nice that way, definitely. Yeah, whereabouts did you stay in Spa? Uh, so did I stay, actually like, stayed of a track? an hour. From the track, um, I actually stayed in um, in Holland instead, um, be you? just because it was cheaper. Just had an Airbnb, but I mean the traffic after the race horrendous. But getting there so easy. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to do um, Austrian Grand Prix, didn't we? We've been thinking about Austrian Grand Prix for next year, um, but we looked at tickets, and the tickets are already on sale, and they've already sold out. So I don't know why the Austrian Grand Prix sells their tickets like 12 months in advance. But yeah, so we missed out on that one. Well, Spa, their, their tickets literally went on sale a couple of days afterwards. Like people are already yeah. saying, oh, I've booked for next year. And I'm like, 
I don't even know where I want to go next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard, it's hard to plan into it because you've got obviously holidays with my wife. I can't. It's hard oh, yeah. to book in F one before you book holidays with my wife. It's yeah. about the money, don't they? So yeah. Okay, so big every year. Um, I think we'll do a quick fire little quiz now. So who wants to go first? I'll ask questions. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Right. Okay, then get out my phone. So literally whatever comes into your head first, it's going to be that quick. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Right. Three, two, one. Okay. When did you start watching? 2007. See, we've already gone through that, but um, what made you interested in it? Alonso. <laughs> Alonso just Alonso. Um, favorite yeah. team? Aston Martin. Favorite driver? Alonso. Alonso. <laughs> favorite circuit? Uh, Melbourne. Oh. Uh, favorite thing about F1? <laughs> oh, uh, it's hard to say. I want so. <laughs> Most underrated driver. Underrated. Yeah, I would have said Piastri, but I think people are clicking on a bit, aren't they? Uh, Ocon. 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 Okay. Okay. Most overrated driver. Carl Sainz. Ooh. <laughs> and um, who do you think is the goat of F one? Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Die-hard uh, fan. I've got to say. I've got to say. Hamilton Julie Alonso in his rookie season. So. Hmm. Okay, right. Yeah. We'll start again. Right, you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Obviously, like, some of these questions I've already asked, but yeah. Um, okay. When did you start watching? Uh, 2012. What made you interested? Me. Perez. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> um, Favourite team? Uh, Sauber. Oh, okay. Um, favorite driver? Perez. Favorite circuit? Silverstone. Where, sorry? Uh, Silverstone. Silverstone, yeah. Uh, favorite thing about F1? Uh, battles. Battles. Uh, most underrated driver? Uh, Joe. Love it. Um, most overrated driver? Ooh, okay. <laughs> Um, and who do you think is the goat of F1? Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. Lewis. Okay. Um, I want to go back to that overrated driver, Russell. Yeah. So. Yeah. Quick fire, quick fire. Yeah. But is there, is there anything behind that? <laughs> um, Pure hatred towards Russell. <laughs> no, I think, thing is with Russell, he's, he's still very, very good. I think if you'd asked me this like last year, I wouldn't have, dared say Russell, but I think he's gone off boil a bit. Um, Hamilton's kind of put him in his place this year. Uh, yeah, he's still mega talented, Russell. He'd still be like 80, 90% at grid anyway, but he's still, I think, from the hype he got or has been getting for the past four or five years, whenever he started in Williams, I think he's, he's Hamilton's kind of showing there is another level above what Russell's kind of performing at. Mm. So that would mask my thought process anyway. It's still very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm changing my answers now, is it the car he's in? Because was he that good at Williams? I mean, I don't really know. I didn't, obviously, I wasn't watching it when he was at Williams, but 
is it the car? Yeah, so when he was at Williams, people were like, go to the very top, kind of Bottas to finish his contract and everybody knew Russell was getting that seat because of how good he was. Yeah. Uh, and then he started with Mercedes. He were on fire, matching Hamilton, beating him in quali. Um, and then, I don't know, this year he's kind of gone off boil a bit, I think. Mm. I, I don't agree. I really like Russell. <laughs> I do like He's him. the type of I guy. Like, I, really like. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you said the most underrated driver. Who did you say again? Um, uh, I said Joe. Joe, yeah. Love yeah. that. I think he needs a better car. And I think, because he's, wasn't he, I think he was, I saw something this morning that he was actually the, it reminded me that he was the one of the only drivers that didn't get a um, a track limit warning at um, Austria. He's one of them driveway mm. um, map. Mm. And um, and he's also a Sheffield man, isn't he? He grew up in, uh, went to, went to school that, in Sheffield, yeah. so holds a place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think you could see him at like a team like Red Bull, for example? I think I think the only logical step for him would be Ferrari, but I think Ferrari have got their seats maybe sewn up for a while. Mm. Um, well, they want um, Albon, don't they? Uh, there was like rumours about that when yeah. I think Carlos's contract is up. Yeah, the thing is with Ferrari, they can get pretty much whoever they want, really. Um, I don't th- I don't think personally Albon would be the right fit for Ferrari. Um, I think they've always going to have one seat locked out mm. for Charles. Um, the second seat, they can take the pick of the bunch and it just comes down to, is Joe going to be the one you pick up? Would you pick Joe over the likes of Albon or, I don't know, Norris, yeah. Piastri? Would you pick Joe above them? Um, who knows? Who knows? It's not, I've, minute, I've said to not, people but... before that um, some drivers you just can't imagine at another team at all. Um, like, yeah. I mean, I know that Lewis has been at McLaren, but I could not imagine him anywhere else bar Mercedes. He is Mercedes through and through. And like the same mm. with with, um, with Charles Leclerc. Can't imagine him anywhere else bar Ferrari and Max with Red Bull and Lando with McLaren. I could not imagine them anywhere else um it's so like trying to like think of like where could they go next like for example lando maybe going to like red bull and being max's teammate i just yeah i can't even like begin to imagine it really yeah it's always the same though it's like you can never believe it happens until it does mm. it's like a couple of years ago when seb left ferrari uh, so, sorry seb left red bull to go to ferrari like if you if you'd have asked anybody, like Seb was he was Mister Red Bull. Mm. Went grew up with the team, won all his championship with Red Bull. If you'd have asked anyone, would he join Ferrari? He'd be like no chance, no chance. And then then it happens, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, I could see it working, and it did work, kind of. It's like um, when Lewis left McLaren, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think you're like why why would Lewis leave McLaren? Yeah, he's like grown up with them, everything. Do you think um, yeah. Vettel? would come back like Alonso did? I don't think he will. Yeah. A part of me did think he would, but no, I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't. I would yeah, like he to doesn't see him seem back, like that but... sort of person. 
It doesn't seem that like he hasn't got the fire, has it, to, to get back like Alonso has. I think I think with Seb, I think he would feel a bit of a hypocrite if he came back to F one because he's um obviously mega focused on climate change yeah. now and sort of moving towards renewable fuels and stuff and he's done all sorts of charity. I think he would probably see himself as a bit of a hypocrite if he come back to F one after all that. There was rumours that he's, he's going, going to well. Formula E, which I think would be yeah. massive for Formula E. Yeah, it would be, to be fair. I can, again, I can't see it until it actually happens, um, but you never know. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. That would bring a lot of eyes to, F, to FE, which would be a good thing, to be fair. I think FE, um, Formula E is definitely growing a lot. I know I've watched a few more races this year. Um, I, I did go actually to the first year that they ever did it. I went to the first London race and I mean, I was just oh, like, yeah. what the hell? Like what's going on? I just got dragged along because, yeah. um, we, I went because we knew someone who was working in the paddock. And so we got to go in the paddock and back then I'm like, what the hell? Like, I don't care about yeah. this, but now I'm like, Oh God, I wish to go back there now. Yeah. Have you watched much yeah. Formula E? I I don't I don't think I've ever like watched a race live. I I've watched quite a bit of the highlights and stuff. Um I used to watch it when it first started, but not yeah. not, not too much recently. I like the, the cooldown like, runs that they have. Like they're all, the drivers talking to each other and then they're like almost arguing with each other with some things that have happened um in the race. I think that's quite interesting. I don't think it would work in F one, but it is quite it's quite interesting yeah. to see. I've mainly seen it through Dan Tickton's Instagram, to be fair, what's, yeah. what's going on. Um, we follow him and he's a bit of a character in it. So yeah, yeah, just a bit. Um, I would like to get into it, yeah, but it's, uh, I don't know. I just need something like a crazy championship battle, you know, like a proper rivalry, mm. like mm. a Max and Lewis 2021. It, it feels a bit of a mishmash in terms of contenders. Yeah. Every race is something different, which is cool, but... It just, it's just a little bit random. It's also um, mm. a bit of an earache as well. Watching like watching an hour and a half of just, I get a bit yeah. annoyed. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be like yeah. that, but I, I, God for like hearing an actual track, I don't think I could do that week in week out. Yeah, it's kind of just like screeching, yeah. just screeching. What did you think to the F one sound? Um, I was surprised. Um, I thought it'd be a lot louder than it was. Um, obviously, yeah. F3 and F2, they were so loud because they're not hybrid cars. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I think I enjoyed them more because of the sound. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was quite shocked at how, not quiet, obviously, but how much quieter they are. Mm. My wife said the exact same thing. She thought they'd be like rocket ships. and They were quite tame, to be fair. Mm. And we used to go in the eight era, didn't we? Yeah. And it's such a shame what they've done. I know they've got to do it. They've got the reasons for mm. doing it, but the sound's just gone. Yeah. Compared mm. to what they used to be like. Yeah, I remember the f first time I saw F1 car, I went to Silverstone in 2013. Um, the first F1 car I ever saw was Paul DiResta in his Force India. Um, and it came flying down the pit lane. And honestly, because because I'd never heard an F1 car before, I had no idea what to expect. Mm. It came flying down the pit lane, and I just reacted to that, and I just covered my ears, like scared the life out of me. I'm like, whoa! 
like, is that how loud they are? Like all the time, like, Elliot were like, yep, that's what they're like. I'm like, Jesus, wow. So you guys obviously watched it when there was no halo um, on the cars. Do you think it's better? Obviously it's better for their safety, but would you prefer to see them without the halo? 15 years yeah. earlier. Like I couldn't imagine ever going back. So, yeah. yeah. Like, looking back it at the old cars, they're so exposed, aren't they? Their heads are just, they yeah. could literally just get chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. It's scary. Uh, I mean, when it when they first announced it, I think everybody was against it. Like for the most part, everyone was secretly against it. And then after they introduced it and you started seeing more accidents and more crashes, I think people started to realize, wow, I think we definitely made the right call. I think we'd have seen a lot more really bad accidents if it weren't for the Halo. Maybe even, you know, it saved even a, worse. It saved Alonso's life, didn't it? Spa, wait, 20, 2018, when Leclerc just went shooting over his cockpit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Saves yours life in Silverstone, probably. Oh, God, yeah. 100%. Because his, uh, his roll, hoop, roll hoop failed as well behind his head. So if, if that fails and he's got no Halo, then it's just on his head. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, so do, do you guys watch Drive to Survive? Because I know that the, um, they covered it quite a lot, uh, Joe's crash. And I think they covered it more than they probably should have. Um, there probably could have been a lot yeah. better things to cover because they seem to go back to it almost the majority of the episodes. And you're like, we don't want to see this over and over again. Um, yeah. Do you guys watch it? It wasn't the best season. There wasn't that much really mega talking points, really. the Max, Max just kind of took the championship, walked home with it. No dramas, really. Yeah, so I think they just kind of, they didn't really have many options mm. of exciting content to throw in, so they threw that but in. But then they didn't include um, anything like Seb's retirement or they include a little bit of Daniel leaving, or but they didn't even put like K-Mag's first ever pole and... Um, George's win in, in yeah, Brazil, it was all quite almost negative in a way. Pretty much them all. Um, I think the drive yeah. to survive, 100%. it's not really aimed at hardcore F1 fans. It's aimed for pe to get people into the sport and it does that like perfectly. Yeah, is that, that's exactly my point of view. Like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have got into it if it wasn't on, on Netflix. It's done its job. Yeah, exactly. It's just... It's made F1 so accessible to everybody. Mm. I don't get why it matters anyway. Yeah. It's like when you get into, if you get into football, like your dad introduces you to it. Yeah. So like, yeah. does it matter how you get into it? Yeah. What I think I'd like yeah. is if there was more races in the UK, whereas, because what, there's three in the US now, but there's a lot more yeah. fans in Europe. Get more races in the UK. <laughs> At least one of them would be fine. Yeah, this, they don't, definitely, we don't need three races no. in America. No chance. Which would you scrap? I would scrap Miami and I'd scrap Vegas. I think I really, really like that um, circuit of the Americas yeah. track. I got kind of got that authentic F1 track feel. Um, You'd scrap Miami? I'd scrap Miami. Oh, you've ruined Yeah. I'll go to it and then we can scrap it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Vegas, you say you want to scrap that, but we haven't had a race there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, scrap that Vegas. It's maybe me being a bit pessimistic. I think he's drove it on the on the game uh, every time. Yeah, doesn't like the track. That's all it is. So yeah. We've got the new one yet. I've still got twenty twenty two, so I don't know. But yeah. I, I think it, it. I think it should maybe be a one off. Yeah, it is. Like a one off spectacle. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. It. 
yeah. in the US. Yeah, and I think um, I think that this is going to be one of the busiest races for celebrities because it's Vegas. Like, that's going to yeah. be the one that everyone's yeah. going to go to. And I mean, I was looking at the tickets, and they are ridiculous prices. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Vegas twice, and I don't think I, I paid even like not as much for the whole trip for an actual like the same as a ticket it's but I mean I mean I'm excited to see it I'm excited to see what the drivers are going to do I'm excited for the content that's going to come out the teams but um yeah it'd be quite interesting to see it as like the last race on the calendar and then you could just have a big old blowout party in Vegas yeah We went to Vegas, didn't we? But we, yeah. wasn't, we wasn't 21. No, yeah. <laughs> so a bit of a wasted trip, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I went when I was 16 I and it was that. crap. You can't do anything. Then I went when I was 21 yeah. and I was like, oh, but yeah, this is good. <laughs> yeah. It, it would have spent trying to sneak into nightclubs and me being too scared to follow him. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get, we didn't no. get in any. You can't no. even just stand in a casino. You have to walk straight through, which... When it's the height of yeah. summer, you want to be in that aircon. I think I think we got in on one slot machine, didn't we? I think we won like a dollar on one slot machine, and we got scared, <laughs> and we never even cashed it in because we we didn't want to give him his idea or anything. So we just took the voucher, or so we took the voucher think, back with us. How much did you out. win? Yeah, just like a dollar. <laughs> dollar. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. At least it wasn't like a couple we grand. Men were pretty tight. We don't, yeah. we don't gamble. <laughs> yeah. Take everybody money we can. Um, so, obviously, you've got your favourite circuits, but what race would you is your dream race to attend? Done it. <laughs> yeah, Australia. Australia. Um, I don't know. For me, I think maybe the F one mm-hmm. wasn't on, and the city of Singapore. Yeah, I know I someone who went to Singapore last year, and they said that it was crazy hot, and I think I can't remember whether it it rained because they said something about a poncho but they said they literally stood up and that it was like a puddle came out of their poncho because it's that warm and humid and they just felt disgusting they said it was amazing like they would go again but the heat was just something else yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah i think it did rain didn't it did it rain just before race Uh, on sunday because i think it started didn't it race started on yeah prime it was just Mm. ridiculous but I nearly got tickets off your dad, didn't I, actually? Yeah. Your dad flew over and it wasn't very well, so he nearly gave me his tickets, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't go in, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's yours? I mean, definitely Miami's up there, just for the vibes. Um, but yeah. I did get a bit of FOMO from Silverstone because um, yeah. of the parties, like you see the videos and the TikToks of all yeah. the parties and that. So I got a bit of FOMO from that. Um but I think the next race I go yeah, to, we, we I want to have like grandstand tickets just to see the difference between like general admission and, and actually having a seat and being able to see a screen. Yeah, I think we we've done Silverstone a couple of times, haven't we? And we always got general admission. <clears throat> but I think we've said we've kind of said to each other now, whenever if we do it next time, we're not doing general admission. We're going to get a grandstand mm-hmm. seat so we can relax, actually enjoy the weekend instead of, I think, what, one week, one year, I think it was 2014, were it? Well, I think yeah. we got, um, we had general admission tickets and we we got up and walked to the track at 4 a.m. 
So we walked to the track at 4 a.m. to queue up <laughs> to get in. And the worst bit about it is we were about a hundredth oh in God. line. There were like a hundred people already yeah. there queuing up for the gates to open at seven to get a good seat. So I'm like, yeah, we're not mm. going to do that again. We'll pay the extra £200 for oh, grandstand seats. More than, yeah. More than yeah, I mean, with Spa, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that that was like the first race I'd attended um, in person because it's it's such like, it's a long track. And so there is space for everyone. Um, and even because yeah. they had like yeah. the a grandstand for people with just general admission tickets. So you could sit down um, and watch it. I mean, it wasn't the best seats, but it was like a good view of Eau Rouge. Yeah, like you say, you've got to get there early if you want a good spot. I mean, back in day, on Fridays and Saturdays, you used to be able to get in some grandstands, didn't you? Yeah, so on what they used to do for Fridays and Saturdays is um, like a free grandstand ticket. So if you had general admission, for Fridays and Saturdays, you could go in any grandstand oh. you wanted. It's bearing you're not sat in yeah. someone's seat. So if someone comes and tells you to move, you're in my seat, then you'd have to move. But if there was a free seat, you could take it. Um, but they've stopped that now, aren't they? So, mm. so you can't go in any grandstands Friday or Saturday mm. anymore, which is a shame. It's good though. But well, we're going to try and go next year, aren't we? Yeah, we, we we do. We say we want to do Melbourne and Singapore and stuff, but Silverstone is still one of the best weekends. Yeah. You can have like such a good atmosphere, camping, partying, the heat, the weather. It's always good. And then the circuit is one of the best circuits on the calendar. It's just such so good such mm. a good weekend yeah. um did you see there's i think a husband and wife and they basically sold their house to follow f1 around the world and they they go into every single race wow like yeah. how yeah. i mean their, their house very, must very have been worth quite a bit to sell and be able to do that yeah but yeah it must that's be that's commitment yeah that sounds like a good idea though I might not that's yeah and they're not a young couple they're I'd say in their fifties, it's not like a young people flying around the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We always try to get um, in the mm. F1 world, but we soon found out that it's no, not that easy. No. <laughs> yeah. I think it, with F1, it's not, it's almost what, not what you know, it's who you know. Um, yeah. If you want sort yeah, of a... any kind of... Mm, higher job like i think working at the factories like that like whatever it's done on qualifications but if you want to move up or move to any other team it's you've got to know someone in that team mm. yeah yeah i think the thing is we f1 as well it's so highly technical that if you've not if you've not been studying you know aerophysics for the past five years then you're not good to them do you know what i mean you're not you're not experienced yeah. enough you need to have started in university like five, 10 years ago. But obviously a lot of people like just start a university often most of the time don't really know what they want to do. So yeah, it's, it's very, it's very difficult place to. Yeah, I do. Um, I do have a friend that works for Mercedes. Um, he like tests, um, I think like the aerodynamic bits to the car. Um, but he was at Williams, but then cause he had a connection within Mercedes he then moved to Mercedes and so I I, I do use him quite a bit I'm like I, like, I need yeah. to know some stuff um it's like I don't there was a program on I think last Friday or Saturday about a girl named Isla um I think that's how you pronounce it Isla Isla um and 
she works at Mercedes and, but she's trying to get into racing as well. And, um, luckily she's friends with my friend. And so I was like messaged her. I was like, oh, it'd be great to talk to you and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not what you know, it's who, you know, <laughs> got to use that connection. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know anybody, do we? No. <laughs> we know absolutely nobody in the F1 world. Well, so. Isolated like there is the like, country. there's a saying or not a saying, but you're always only ever, I think two or three people away from kind of where you want to be almost. So like, you'll know someone yeah. who then knows someone. Um, and so that's kind of like the way I think about it. I mean, I'm like yeah, quite lucky true. to know someone who works for Mercedes and I can be like, okay, can you tell me a little bit more about this? I know they have to be a bit hush hush about things, but yeah, it's like kind yeah. of that way. I'm like, oh, have you, um, have you, have you met Lewis, George, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They'll be able to, um, sort you out with a factory. That would one. be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a few people on Instagram do that to be fair. It looks very cool. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Where would you, where, what factory would you rather go to? Any factory, any of the team's factories? To be honest, I think I'd want to go to the to McLaren. Is yeah. I think it's the coolest one. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to drive it. <laughs> yeah, we um, we drove past it once going driving down to Gatwick, Gatwick Airport. We sort of will call off at walking, <laughs> just as you do. And um, yeah, we drove into the McLaren Technology Center car park, parked up, and we're just wandering about, like heading towards the technology center. Um, and the security guard came around in a little golf buggy. He went, you're right, lads. We're like, yeah, yeah. He went, um, what are you doing? <laughs> so he just kind of said, oh, we're just having a look. He went, yeah, yeah. You, you can't really look around here, mate. So it was like, oh, fair enough. So he took us back to the car park just and that was it. Just luck. You could have got him on a good day. He could have let yeah. you in. Yeah. No, they were, they were sound about it, to be fair. We just, we just kind of said, yeah, we'll just... Mm. To come and have a look, and they said, Yeah, no worries, just but you can't go any further than this. I imagine if they said, Yeah, come on in, lads. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> you can go to simulate if you want as well. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my god, so we've been talking for over an hour. Um, one question I do want to ask is, oh, yeah. Where do you see yourselves going with Misfits? We've kind of just ride and get them listening to yeah. our view. That were a bit of a goal, I guess, but after that, I'm not too sure. To be fair, we're just do you think, rolling with um. It people kind of it's it's a bit of a, a a tricky question but almost compare you guys to the pit stop boys like we've you have grown like you guys um, have grown not, so fast not had it before have we like and they grew so fast i mean yeah, they're a I bit controversial but compared to have we yeah. our sort of selling point is mm. different to theirs and they they come at it as a, yeah. a newbie sort of newcomer perspective and then we're obviously just talking about it from our past experiences, looking back on things. Um, but yeah. But it's two average Joes yeah. living in Yorkshire. <laughs> that's, that's, I guess, our selling point. Yeah. Yeah. As, um, do you listen to the pit stop boys? A lot, a lot of there? people have... I can't say. I, I've seen clips. I've seen videos. I can't say I've ever sat down and listened to a full full podcast episode. I saw one with the Aston Martin mechanic. Was it? Was it Mikey Brown or something? Mm. And then I saw the one with, you know, the, the F2 lads. Yeah, the one they got a bit of stick for um, when they, they had Juan Manuel mm -hmm. Carrera on. Mm. Um, 
I think they got a lot of stick for yeah, that. Yeah, that one. was so on the Screamer Meals of... podcast, wasn't it? Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I watched it because of that. All of that, I was like, yeah. I need to see what people yeah. are talking about, and I, I'm like, I did listen to them beforehand, and I was like, oh, they're, they're actually quite cool. I like listen to them; it's funny. But after obviously all the controversy, I then started to realize, oh yeah, you guys aren't actually that great. Like some of the things you say are a bit, mm. Mm, yeah, I don't agree I with. Think, yeah, I think I think they came at it. I think when they first started, people sort of took their sort of um, inexperience as like charming. Yeah, as, as like charming and um, sort of, yeah. But I think once time went on and obviously they started talking a bit about but the, obviously that podcast with the F2 guys, I think it came out sort of what they, their yeah. goals really were. I don't think it was that great. I don't think their focus was on building sort of a brand or, getting to know f1 better i think it was more material focused maybe and i think that kind of kind of came out and they let it slip yeah, a I think bit. people saw straight through that and there's people who still support them yeah. and everything but i know from my perspective it's yeah you you just look a bit bit needy you, you just want to go to races for free yeah. but it's not about that yeah. yeah i mean everyone would love yeah. to go to races for free but to actually say it pull mm. away fall down and listen we're into quite a bit of stuff, aren't we? Yeah. We're into a lot of sports, but we're also pretty geeky, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> like we're just into a yeah. lot of stuff. Like I watch a lot of basketball, football, F1. Um, and yeah, and, and then I'm into golf and cricket and football. It's just... And you've got yeah, films like massive Star Wars, Marvel, all that, everything. So yeah. It's, uh, trying, to to balance it all. Yeah, trying to balance yeah. it all is a bit of a a nightmare yeah honest. i try and play a bit of golf i'm like getting into it It was like my new year's resolution to play golf i got my own golf clubs but doing an actual round hasn't oh, yeah. happened yet <laughs> yeah yeah that's the next it's a, step it's a good player very good player we might be playing tomorrow actually yeah yeah so yeah, yeah looking forward i to think it. um what about you what's um uh, no i was just saying i think you guys should do um a bit more on like tiktok and stuff because you've become you've got a big following on Instagram now, but you guys aren't really active on TikTok. And I think... Yeah, we've, we've yeah. said this before. Yeah. Actually. Uh, threads. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then Instagram. Then you've got yeah. a podcast on top. It just gets a bit crazy with your full-time job and like, playing football two or three yeah. times a week. It, yeah, it gets a bit crazy, but you're right. Yeah, we do yeah. need to... Yeah, I'm kind of like a bit of the opposite. I do more TikTok to Instagram. I find Instagram a lot harder to keep up with um and yeah. i find it easier to almost i can record a few tiktoks quite easily like after work and that's it like i'll post it done great but like instagram i feel like you need to almost curate yeah. it a little bit better so you, like, mm. you it off to be fair yeah i mean yeah, yeah. it took me a while but, yeah, to, we do need to start video in it because i was like oh, are people going to be really interested so just sat, like me sat on my own talking to myself yeah but you see it on tiktok and that and like the podcast yeah. i've pretty much everyone's a videos now and that's almost how you kind of get the views because people want to put a face to the voice really yeah yeah we just like to do a lot of silly stuff as well don't we yeah. like we were we were talking last week and i don't know if you saw it you know the f1 intro and we're just putting different songs behind it we spent like two two and a half hours didn't we just putting different songs behind yeah. it yeah 
then we'll just put them on Instagram. People probably don't care, but we're just like giggling yeah. to ourselves. Yeah. We're just a really random stuff. No, they were funny. I like them. Yeah, yeah. we're very scatterbrained. Very. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> and even like when I went to F1 Arcade, I was with my wife and she was like telling me she wanted to get content, get pictures. I mean, I didn't really like it to be fair, but yeah, you have to do it, don't mm. you, for the content, I guess. It's so. a commitment. It's a, it's a hard commitment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But what's your goal? Um, I like you don't really Good have goal. one. I literally, it, again, it was like New Year's resolution, bit of a p- pushing myself out of my comfort zone, really, to sort of do something I'd never really thought about doing. And then because I sort of yeah. got into F1 so quickly, I was like, oh, this would be quite cool to learn um, while going along, really. Um, and sort of probably half the stuff I say is completely wrong. Um but I'm brand new. Literally, the first race I watched on TV was Monza last year. So I'm still learning. Um, and I literally just yeah. like making funny, funny videos, make people smile. And I've met people yeah. through it. And I've, I've met up with people. And I think that's nice. And I don't really see a goal. Like, I mean, it'd be quite nice to... I always joke around about making funny tiktoks with like drivers i think that would be really fun um but yeah no real goal just having fun yeah yes i think they're in the same boat and uh i won't worry about saying stuff that wrong that's wrong because we get half of our stuff wrong and we've been watching it for 10 years <laughs> yeah. and we still get half of it wrong so i won't worry about that yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, another one of my sort of goals is to go on that Screaming Meals podcast. I'd love to go on that Screaming Meals podcast because um, it looks like a lot of fun. And I mean, I would have a glass of wine with me here today, like I mentioned, but it is midday and I have a horrendous hangover. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I think that's where I kind of like connect because they drink wine and I drink wine. I think that would be quite cool to do. Yeah, Yeah, it's not it's not often I have a hangover, but Yeah. yeah, it's what it is. All right, guys, I think we'll wrap, we'll wrap it up then. We have been talking for quite a while, but it's been really nice to talk to you guys. Uh, yeah. um, do you want yeah, to plug anything? Like Instagram, whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah, follow us on, um, like we say, Instagram. We're probably most active. Instagram, Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. If you start following us on TikTok, we'll get TikTok <laughs> going properly. And then uh, other than that, just... Look out for his podcast on uh, Spotify. That's the best thing you can do for us, really. Just listening in, tuning in. So, yeah. All right, then, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. And I've had so much fun talking to you guys. And it's, yeah, it's nice to meet people. And hopefully this podcast will go well and it's all gone fine with the audio and stuff. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. All right, then, guys. Have a nice rest of your day. All right. Cheers. Bye. You too.